welcome back to Tootie to the Camera. Haven't said that in a long time. Certainly not. That's right. We are back. We're doing something different. It's a podcast. Wow. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Welcome to the podcast. All right. So, it's a podcast. This is new. This is something we've not done here before on the channel. And uh, get ready because it's going to be a ride. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff and we're going to be testing stuff. Just let us know what you like, what you don't like, how you're feeling about it, all of that. Stuff, important thing. Those stuffs. I am your host, uh, Victor von Friesenstein, because we can use screen names here. And, and I'm your other host, Abigail is, is stoked from Instagram. I don't have a screen name, I'm just here. Yeah, I just want to use it in my last name. I mean, <laughs> it's a public thing, but you know. Try privacy. Yeah. Watch your profanity. Alright, so we're back with the podcast. Yes, we are. So how are you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling excited. It's new territory, you know, and it's, it has promise. I don't know. I mean, we have done podcast format stuff before, right? So we did uh, sure. the 2018 Nintendo Predictions video. We did, but in the year. we weren't really thinking about it like as a podcast then. I mean, I was. I mean, you were, but no I didn't know about it. No one, was on, <laughs> no one was really on the same page, I think. No, no, I hadn't, I hadn't talked about uh, turning that into a full thing yet. The, the idea came after we shot that video, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a quick recap for everybody on here. Uh, the reason this is called Tootie's the Camera is because that was an old show, uh, the first show here on the channel. In fact, the channel used to be called Tootie's the Camera. And it was run by me and another friend of mine who was not on the podcast. And uh, after, because of his busy schedule, he left the show. And Abigail joined me as my co-host. And so I decided to bring back the show. And since Abigail's back, we're uh, hosting Recap on the channel every other Friday. Uh, she's back from podcast as well. I am. Because two people work better in this format. It yeah. does. <laughs> a podcast get real awkward when you're asking for comments from the air. It does. It's, yeah. It's weird. It's it, happened. It's yeah. He's done it before. <laughs> I've I've seen it. Like I've gotten here and he's tried to podcast without me and he's just like laughing at a joke no one made. I just live my life through podcast. Yeah. yeah. There was no recordings or anything. It's just it's how I live my life. It's upsetting. It's weird. Send help. <laughs> All right. So. Now that we're in with the intro, mm -hmm. we're in all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's move over to Let's do it. Alright, so the first segment we have here is what are we watching slash playing this week? Obviously, this segment is self-descriptive. We're just gonna be talking about things that we are watching or playing or experiencing the week in the week that we wanted to uh, shed out. And uh, you want to start us off here? Yeah, um, I recently rediscovered the library in our town because there's one thing to do and it's that library building. You listening, Amazon? Yeah. Um, and I took out a book uh, by Chris Cavender called Rested Pizza, which is a murder mystery that takes place in a pizzeria. And it's good. It's very fun. Written surprisingly well. I picked it up being like, this is going to be a bunch of fluff, but it'll, but it'll distract me for t a couple of minutes. But then it was like, oh, this is fun. And apparently there's a whole series, each one of them having a pun based in pizza in the title. So it's like, it's very me, you know. It's good. I don't read, so I can't <laughs> relate. But I, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. And um, I'm also playing Xenoblade because I want to make sure I finish all the stuff before the new DLC comes out. Yeah, the Torna DLC. Uh, probably eventually tackle that in some shape or form. Mm -hmm. But uh, there is a new Torna DLC coming out for Xenoblade Chronicles Two on the Switch. Mm -hmm. If you're unaware of that. Uh, if you haven't played that game, check it out. It's a fun mm. game. Really it is good. fun. It's good. Uh, if you're looking for like an RPG type thing, especially like party based, 
Um, I highly recommend it because I was looking for that game for a while, mm-hmm. and then one day I realized it was Xenoblade, you know? Yep. I didn't realize that that was a game I needed, and then I picked <laughs> it up, and I was like, this is exactly what I've been wanting on my Switch. Yeah. So, look forward to that. Alright, so I've taken a similar route, but a different route. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... In fact, you could say it's altogether different. to Murder Mysteries and Pizzerias. I did. I just went to Pizzerias normally. Oh. So, I've been watching a bunch of Anthony Bourdain uh, Parts Unknown recently. Mm-hmm. And I did not like Anthony Bourdain. Oh. I don't know why. He just, uh, no reservations. Mm-hmm. Whenever I watch the show, he just seemed like a dick. Mm-hmm. And I was never a big fan of his. Yeah. And, uh, of course, with his pretty recent passing, uh, the show just happened to pop up on my, my feed. Yes. And I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. And it's interesting because I misjudged him. Yeah. For that show, for Parts Unknown. I don't know if it was just Parts Unknown or what. And he's not, like, not a dick. But he's, like... A genuine person and a, yes. a good person. And you can tell for the show. And I feel bad that I only uh, came to realize this after his passing. Yeah. So that, that upset me. But, you know, uh, the show's great if you haven't checked it out. It's a food travel show. He goes to a bunch of different places all over the world. Uh, uh, Libya, C- uh, Sicily, Brazil, all these other countries. And it's just, I've always been really interested in those kinds of shows. Mm-hmm. Where people uh, travel to countries and stuff and experience their cultures. And yeah, I've always been a big fan of Andrew Zimmer and his, uh, what is it, Weird Foods or whatever? Uh, it's like Bizarre Bizarre Foods, foods I think. I love that show. Big fan of that show. Yeah. And it's very much in that style, except uh, less eating bugs. Yeah. Which I both I both appreciate. kind of miss the bug eating. I'm not going to lie. I, it was know, interesting. The bug eating is like, you know, I would never do that. So it's nice to see someone else do that. It's a hard show to find, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, it's like, I, I mean, I guess Hulu probably has it, but I don't have a Hulu account. So <laughs> but, uh, and then on top of that, I was, it actually goes in line really well. I've been, uh, playing Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch. So I've been doing some traveling, hooking up for myself. Yes. And, uh, I played this game on the Wii U, of course, when it came out. And I recently repurchased it for the Switch. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And yeah. It's great, and I love that game so much. And in fact, um... I made a whole video about a sequel I would want just for replaying this game. Yeah. And, uh, if you haven't played Zelda, come on. You come on, <laughs> It's on Wii U. If you don't want to... If you don't have a Switch, and that's why, it's on Wii U. You can probably pick up a Wii U and, a, and the game for pretty cheap nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it. Even if it's the Wii U version. It's the exact same game. It doesn't even play that different, if I'm going to be honest with you. The Switch does have better controls, though. Yeah. I found them to be much better. I, I haven't, like, noticed a difference at all. Honestly, the one thing is the button layout is it's way easier to move the camera and your character at the same time on the Switch, which is the thing I do a lot. I don't know if that's relevant to anybody except for me. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I do it, like, subconsciously, you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely use it, but it's not, like, something I, I noticed mm-hmm. you're playing this. I haven't been like, oh, that's weird. How do you do this? There mm-hmm. is stuff that I, for whatever reason, never did in oh? the other one. Like, I've never, ever done uh, shield surfing. Oh, man. The first game. Never did that. I didn't know Dude. how. Like, I don't know why I missed the prompt. So, I so. This time I actually did it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's how that works. Or, like, dodging when you lock onto an enemy. enemy. Yeah, yeah. I never used that. Oh, my God. When I played through the game the first time. Victor. So, it's like I'm getting all this new stuff because mm-hmm. I'm actually reading the game now. Yes. <laughs> and it helps. It helps when you pay attention to things that happen in the yeah, game. That usually... When they tell you to do something and you do it, it works. It works. It Usually. just works. Sometimes it doesn't, but most <laughs> of the time. Hi. 
All right, moving on to uh, things releasing this week, and we have a couple games coming out. Uh, no movies this this week. Uh, August is a pretty difficult month for movies, especially in 2018. Yeah. So we have WarioWare Gold coming out on the Nintendo 3DS on the 3rd of August. Overcooked 2 on the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch coming out on August 7th. Okami HD on the Switch on August 9th. And We Happy Few for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on August 10th. And also, just including, uh, there's one game releasing next week, and obviously there won't be a podcast next week, because this is a every other week series. Yeah. So, uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead, the final season, the first episode, will be coming out for PS4, Xbox, PC on August 14th. No news on a Switch version yet, but I'm sure Telltale will eventually get one out. Yeah. Uh, anything here? Um, the only thing would be We Happy Few, which I remember seeing a trailer for and being like, oh, this. I want to play this. I will believe that that game is coming out when I see it. Yeah, it's been a while, but just, I think the colors in it got to me. It I'm always great. a fan of, like, games that are visually popping, right. for lack of a better word. And, you know, that's why I never really get into, like, the gritty... FPSs, besides the fact that I'm terrible at them, uh, you know, but like the really gritty looking games, I'm almost like, yeah, but I can have that by just going Wait, somewhere in real life. For the fact, We Have You is a very gritty looking game. Oh, it is, but, but it, it's, it's got that, it's the art style and how it uses that contrasted against what is presented as the quote unquote reality right. within the game. Right. It's an interesting uh, dynamic, exactly. which is I what agree. I enjoy with the art style. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, I won't be picking it up because probably be bad at the game, but I really, <laughs> really hope one of the Let's Players I watch plays through that. Oh, game. same. I would love to see it. Uh, I might be picking up Okami HD <laughs> for the third time. So I have a... First off, Okami is probably my favorite video game of all time. Mm -hmm. A week later... Mm -hmm. It was announced for the Switch. Mm -hmm. And I wish we had been recording that direct because Abigail was here and um, <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I, I freaked out, you know, for lack of a better term. I literally was like yelling like, are you kidding me? Like again, yeah. uh, I'm going to buy this game again at some point. It was like it went from are you kidding me to, well, of course I'm going to buy it. Like there wasn't even a second of hesitation. Like you were mad, but you also knew that you were so deep in Nintendo's right. pocket. It's like there's, there's not even like, Capcom pocket, is getting rather. my money. Oh, it's yeah. Happen. I'm getting this game. I don't know if it'll be right now, because I have a lot of games to play, mm -hmm. but I really do hope uh, that people enjoy it. I re highly recommend this game. It's great. It wasn't super well picked up when it first released. Yeah. And even if you don't have a Switch or PlayStation 4, or I think it's going to come to Xbox eventually, mm -hmm. if you don't have any of those consoles, it is also available on the PlayStation 2 and the Wii, albeit uh, much more difficult to find. But yeah. you can pick up a Wii copy for 20 bucks. Yeah, I found... That's how I got my copy, which I still yeah, haven't played. <laughs> but uh, I will. It's 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 a beautiful game. It's got a cult following. Yeah, it's so. worth the price. It's a super fun game. Highly recommend it. Yes. On to our final segment before our main topic, we have uh, this week's news. So, of course, we have the Comic-Con trailers. There's a bunch that came out. Uh, Godzilla 2, yeah. Shazam, Aquaman, 
Shazam's my favorite so Shazam far. Shazam looked really good. It looks genuinely Fun. funny. It looks funny. Yeah, it looks like a good time. It's not even like, I wonder if this will be a good superhero movie. It's like, I don't even care about that. This just, just looks like a good time. That's a, I was talking to Dennis about this and I was like, it just looks Fun. Yes, and that's what I care about because I I have um, I watched Suicide Squad, and I haven't watched a DC movie since. Mm -hmm. Even Wonder Woman, which everyone was like, it's great. I was just like, I, I'm too burned on Suicide Squad, honestly, yeah. and just knowing that Batman vs Superman and Justice League were bad. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't even I don't even care. I don't even care. Mm -hmm. So, but Shazam looks fun, and I might it watch does. it. Although uh, I don't necessarily love Zachary Levi mm -hmm. as Shazam. I honestly fine. don't know enough about the character to have any, like, input He's on it. He's playing it fine. Yeah. He even, I'd argue, looks like the character enough. Mm -hmm. I just don't know why. I look at him in that suit and I'm like, I don't buy it. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what about it that it is. That might be part of it, though, because it's supposed to be awkward. Yeah, I mean. A little bit. He looks, that's the thing, it, he looks like Shazam. It's not like, DC's not doing anything in that film to give me a reason to be like that. Yeah. It's just for whatever reason, I don't. Look at Zachary Levi and think of the character. It's... You know what it is? It's a Pavlovian response to DC movies. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, in my experience, these have not been good. So just looking at a DC trailer is like, eh. There's something wrong here. I know yeah. it. I'll find it. Although the kid who plays uh, Billy Badson, the kid who turns into Shazam, yes. he is a great actor. Yes, He's he on is. the Disney Channel series Andy Mack. I don't know about that, it but... It is that series that has uh, the gay kid in it, the first like, yes. LGBT character. For Disney, I think, in general. And... It's a great show. I started watching it because of Cyrus, of course, mm -hmm. and um, it's a good show. Even for like a Disney Channel show, it's like passable to watch. It's not like wow. these regular like Hannah Montana and stuff. We, we all liked as kids, but it's just not really a good story. Yeah. Andy Mack, I really genuinely think has a perfectly fine story, and it's like it's really? followable even as an adult, in my opinion. And the kid does really good on that series. Cool. So I I trust him because you know child actors can be. The, yeah, very few and far between to find actually good ones. Yeah. But of course, there are hundreds of other Comic-Con trailers out there. Mm. Uh, if you take a look on YouTube, on, on the trending page, I'm sure they'll all be up there. So if there's a movie you want to watch, probably has a Comic-Con trailer. Yeah, probably. Uh, we then move on to more serious news. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, firing of James Gunn. Of course, that is the director of the Guardians films and who was the upcoming director of... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm -hmm. uh, Gunn put out some controversial tweets. I believe it was about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they recently resurfaced. And Disney uh, fired him. Now, I do want to talk about opinions on this. I, I'm not trying to get political. I'm not trying to be, mm -hmm. you know, why is Disney right or wrong? I don't care about any of that. I just want to, I want to, you know, I feel very strongly about this. Okay. And I wanted to put out that, like, I don't agree with his firing. Mm -hmm. I think that the tweets, you know, they were insensitive. Okay. I don't agree with what he's saying, obviously. You know, some stuff went too far. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I don't think that he should be fired because of the comedy. I, it doesn't, you know what I mean? He mm -hmm. is known to be outraged. You know, he's known to be like, oh, I want get to a, get a reaction. He was like that for a long time. And uh -huh. even had past controversies with Disney, I believe, because of it. So I think when Disney hired him, they should have known that, and I understand what they did. Yeah. It's like what Batista said, or what Gunn himself said. He's like, I get it, I understand. From a business perspective, I think they had to. Yeah. But I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. It, it's a very weird subject because obviously that was ten years ago now. Right. So 
it, there's no way, no matter who you are, your opinions change in 10 years. Sure. You know, whoever you are, the things you think are funny, it, it adapts. And what, even if he, like, doesn't think it's funny now, or maybe he still does, it doesn't really matter. Right. He's managed to not show that part of himself for 10 years. You know what I mean? So when it suddenly resurfaces and, you know, you don't think ever to remember like, oh, I made some really awful crap on Twitter. Right. Let me delete that before well, Disney fires me I actually do for think it. he did delete it. Really? I believe so. I don't think, I think that someone found them and posted. I'm not 100% on this. Mm -hmm. But I know he did apologize about them. So that's what it is. You know, there's been yeah. speculation as to who put up those tweets and but, who found them. But that doesn't matter. Right? But that's Disney doesn't even have a choice. They have to when I stuff like that surfaces. I think they have a choice, right? I think they could have been like, no, we're going to stick by our guy. And we'll talk about that in the next story mm -hmm. about someone who did that. But I get why, especially mm -hmm. because of the Fox merger, right? So Disney does mm -hmm. not want controversy after doorstep. Yeah. But I get it. And here's the thing, though, that they, I don't think Disney realized. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they did. But in the firing of James Gunn, that is going to become the number one press thing around Guardians 3. Yeah. Because... All of the cast, aside from at least the last time I checked, Bradley Cooper, who plays um, Rock Raccoon, mm -hmm. and Vin Diesel, who plays Groot, mm -hmm. are the only two who have not commented on it. Mm -hmm. And all the other Guardians have come in favor of Gunn, mm -hmm. and they're supporting Gunn. Uh, some not as blatantly as the others. You know, uh, yeah. Batista has obviously very strongly yes, supported Gunn. Uh, Michael Rooker, who plays Yondu, also very strongly supported him. Mm -hmm. He uh, left Twitter because of it. Wow. And I understand, and I think that the issue that Disney has now is that in every interview with the Guardians, it's going to come up the question, why, how do you feel about Gunn? Yeah. How do you feel about the firing? So that's going to become a big deal, I think, during the press circuit for Volume 3. And it yeah. also does worry me about Volume 3. You know, I don't know who could take his reins. You know, obviously, uh, one of the big favorites right now Taika. is uh, Taika Waititi, mm -hmm. the director of Thor Ragnarok. And while I think he could do a great job with it, mm -hmm. it, it it's not going to be... A Guardians, it's going to feel different, you know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. different, which it's fine because Marvel has always done that. You know, I think the Russo brothers are actually the only people who actually got to finish their trilogy. Yeah. Because I, I believe the Iron Man director got moved for the third one. Yeah. And we know the so. Thor Ragnarok director is a different mm -hmm. person, right? So it's like, I get it. I understand it. I'll accept it. I'm not happy about it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's it's so difficult to, to form an opinion on something like that because there's so many factors that you can't possibly come to one conclusion and be like, well, this is the only correct way. Right. There is no blatant... I don't think there is a blatant right or wrong move. Yeah. I agree with that. I... I Gunn apologized. You know? He was like, you know, I, I said some stupid crap. Right. And, you know, people in their life will say stupid crap. But Disney as a company, I think, saw that and was like, you know what? We can't keep him on because too many people, if he does anything, are going to latch on to that and be like, remember this? We're right. still mad about it, so we're not going to go, I don't know, we're not going to see Guardians, or we're not going to see right. Marvel movies, right. so I don't know. And, and you know, it's, it's also important to note, because uh, uh, this is obviously a comparison we have to make, with the uh, Roseanne controversy, you know? Yeah. Because Roseanne also got fired because of tweets. Yeah. And uh, at least me, I was in support of her firing. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was the right move because of what she said. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there are parallels with Gunn there. Yeah. And is it different? I don't know. I feel differently about it. Yeah. But is it that because of my own biases or what? I, I'm not sure. But I, think, I know that the comments are going to bring that up and I think yeah. it's a good point to make. So yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's a different situation. And maybe I'm being a hypocrite mm -hmm. because I supported one and not the other. But it is how I feel. You have different opinions on things that are similar. I do that all the time. There's so many movies that I like that like 
for all intents and purposes, could be the same movie. Right. But I'm still like, I like this one better. You know what I mean? It's like the new Star Trek movies are good movies. I don't like them. Right, right. It doesn't matter. It's 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 all so personal, even in stuff that feels objective like this. Right. You know. And I think the one thing people should remember when it's like someone they like who's a creative person gets fired. On things like Marvel movies, so many people are involved. Like if you fire one person, yeah, it's gonna lose something, but another talented person is gonna step in and you still have all the rest of the same writers and staff and actors and all that nonsense, sure. you know? So I think losing one person, even as pivotal as a director, is not actually as big of a deal as people might think it is, you know? Right, right. So I think that's important to keep in mind when we get upset about Guardians 3. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to see what happens. I mean, only the future holds with next, right? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, moving on to our next uh, news story and the last one for the segment, mm -hmm. uh, we have a very similar controversy with uh, creator of Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to get into what the controversy is because it is a little bit more graphic. Yeah. Um, I don't want to, you know, this is a family-friendly channel. I don't want to bring that up here. Yeah. If you are interested and you are over the age of 18, mm -hmm. feel free to Google it. Yep. I don't recommend Googling it if you are under the age of 18. Yeah, don't do that. But um, Harmon... To put it without getting into graphic detail, Harmon got a video of him for a pilot for a show he was working on, mm -hmm. resurfaced, that had him involved in something that he should have been doing. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that serious of a thing. It's not a criminal offense or anything like that. Yeah. It's just offensive. And Harmon apologized. Harmon said that that video should have never been seen. That people shouldn't have to watch that because it's ridiculous and it's obscene and everything like that. And... Cartoon Network, obviously, and Adult Swim or Turner or whatever you want to call them, they responded by, um, first they said, listen, we don't support this kind of content. We think it's wrong, but we support Harmon, and we think Harmon should have the right to pursue creative interests regardless of whether we agree with them or not. That's, mm -hmm. I'm not reading directly or anything, I'm, you know, yeah. from memory and some, you know, Paraphrasing. It's, yeah. But, uh, they did come in support of Harmon, Harmon is not leaving Rick and Morty or anything like that, I don't think that that's happening. Uh, I don't really think he's facing any sort of consequence no. from it. And again, it's very similar to the gun situation with the Roseanne situation. Should he have been fired? Again, I don't think so. No. But uh, I don't know. You know, I don't have the, an answer to that question supremely. For There's never an answer for that question. Uh, but I think the difference is, um, like, some people are going to use that as like, well, James Gunn got fired, so he should too. Right. Or, reversely, Dan Harmon's going to get fired, so neither should James Gunn. They work for two very different companies. That's 100%. Like, Dan, Adult Swim is Adult Swim. You it's know edgy, what they, you're getting they, into. Yeah, they practice that themselves. So, and gotten in trouble for things. Exactly. Like so it's much more common for them to deal with that kind of thing. Right. They are more experienced with talking to creators who kind of walk that line of appropriate and inappropriate offensiveness. So when one steps out of line, and when it was obviously a while ago, it's way easier for them as a company to say, yeah, but he's doing good stuff now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I Whereas James in James Gunn's case, it's Disney. It's not it's not a company that's known for its adult stuff. Right. People gotta, still don't like amount. Disney for taking Marvel. Like even and especially Star Wars. Like right, they're sure. gonna make a kitty. They didn't. But people still have that association and it's associations that like that that Disney built their empire on. Right. So they have to, to some degree, make sure they keep that reputation. Whereas Adult Swim does not have to worry about that at all. And I think we should point out, I think both of us really understand and respect all the the criticisms of both. Oh, people yeah. People criticizing the creators 
as well as the companies. Absolutely. I, I understand why people are mad at Disney. I understand why people are mad at Gun. Mm -hmm. uh, the voice of, um, I believe it was Panic from Hercules. I don't know the actor's name. Uh -huh. uh, obviously, a photo will be up of his name. But uh, he actually tweeted, at, I believe tweeted at Disney, saying, uh, well, you should remove me from the ride that he, his voice is in his panic. He's Ooh. like, you should remove that because I have some pretty controversial tweets. Ooh. And so why don't you fire me? And so obviously there are people on both sides here. You know, it's a polarizing yeah. thing and I understand it. And I just wanted to close off the segment with saying we understand mm -hmm. both sides. You know, I respect both sides. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll just have to find out. <laughs> So, on to our main topic for today, and uh, we're going to be shifting gears. <laughs> this is a full 180. <laughs> it'll get a little bit lighter, but it'll probably get darker again. Because we're talking about the reveal of White Diamond and, uh, you know, de facto White Pearl as well. Yeah. Uh, in the new Steven Universe episode, Legs from Here to Homeworld. Now, this episode premiered at San Diego Comic-Con during the Steven Universe panel. Yes, And was did. later uploaded uh, the day after to the Cartoon Network app. If you have not seen it yet, you can access it through CartoonNetwork.com, I believe, as well as the app, mm -hmm. or um, other right ways that we do not condone. Yeah, not at all. We get it, but we don't condone it. Yeah. Really, we can't. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we don't. So, Abigail, how do you feel about the White Diamond reveal? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a lot. Like, literally, she's a lot. She's, she's very lot. big. She's very bright. Haven't you noticed that I'm a star? Uh, it... it we, I didn't expect it. I actually didn't think that we were going to find anything out this Comic-Con at all. I thought we were just going to get a, like, hey, by the way, new bomb in the next summer. Like, something ridiculous like that. Mm -hmm. But they're like, actually, how about some White Diamond? Would you like that? Would that make the fandom happy? And the fandom went, yes. See, I, I mean, I had, going into it, I kind of realized there would be something White Diamond because they did have that promo. Um, with oh, the they did. I forgot so, about that. But that's the only reason. Because everyone, as soon as... Um, Reunited aired. Everyone was like, well, White Diamond's coming. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I did not feel like that was going to be true. Mm -hmm. I thought that corruption was going to be healed through yellow, blue, and pink. I mm -hmm. thought that's all they needed. And they were going to set up White for another year or whatever and show her later on. Obviously, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And we immediately yeah. get introduced to White. And we find out that White is needed to heal corruption and all this other stuff. And I thought it was a very bold move, mm -hmm. having that at San Diego Comic-Con. That being said, I cannot imagine how excited Rebecca Sugar must have oh, been yeah. to have that at the show. Oh. It wasn't leaked. She got to see fan reactions. She I'm did. sure that must have been amazing for the, her as a creator of the show. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy for her if that was a good experience. Oh, I can't hard. imagine it wouldn't have been. Oh, yeah. And at this, I think White's reveal, it was good mm -hmm. because it wasn't leaked, right? It, yeah. That was great. But also just the fact of how weird she is. Yeah. And how creepy she is. It's so weird. She's like instantly uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Just looking. At, and there's no reason. There's nothing she does that is like, oh, that's weird. It's just the way she talks and the way her pearl looks and yeah. how they move and everything. It was or don't so move. Yeah. It, uh, people have been drawing comparisons to the, the, the shadow world mom from Coraline. Yeah. And I think that's a very good comparison. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited to see where uh, White Diamond takes us. And of course, She's... we got theories. All right, we got, well, we got Oh, we got theories. We got theories. Now, I want to make it very clear that these theories, not, not all of them were thought up by me and Abigail. A lot of them 
uh, are from Instagram and other mm-hmm. places. We're not taking credit for all, any of these. We're not saying we're the first people to mention any of these. Yeah. But we're getting into it. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about Pearl. Right, let's, let's start there. Oh, let's talk about Pearl. That is... She's so creepy. <laughs> she... Listen. Oh, my God. If that ain't Pink Pearl... Oh, it has to be. I'll eat my own shoe. It... It... I think it has to be Pink Pearl. Like... The way she's cracked as though she used to be something else. And the the gem placement, which people right. were speculating from the beginning that our Pearl was originally White Diamond's Pearl. Even as soon as Pearl was shown to be Pink's Pearl, yeah. everyone was like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's not, so something's up. Especially her outfit was all the multicolored stuff, right. which is not at all like Blue and Yellow's Pearls. Pink, uh, Pearl does not have a pink hue to her. Yeah. You know, she's minorly pink, but not like as much as you would think. She had pink, pink hair. Pearl. And right. a pink skirt. Like, that even was her, it. Even her skin was a little bit more pink in the yeah. flashbacks. It's gotten significantly more white as the show's gone on. Yeah. But in the flashbacks, it was a little bit pink. But it, it she never felt like she was supposed to be Pink's Pearl. You yeah. Know what I mean? And Pink Pearl, obviously, the photo will be up now. If you look at Pink Pearl's design next to Pink Diamond, yeah, they share a lot of design elements. Oh, they do. The shirt is pretty much identical. Mm-hmm. They have the, the, the sleeves, right? They both mm-hmm. have the sleeves. They have the... The shoes are very similar. Yeah. The stockings are similar. The leotard. The skirt. The skirt, right? The, it, Which they've the been hair. they've been teaching us to watch out for that right. because of yellow and blue diamond. They would not have made yellow and blue diamond so similar similar to their pearls. Like the design would right. not have reflected each other if we weren't supposed to notice it now. Agreed. And it also wouldn't. Here's the other thing that it wouldn't make sense, or at least it would be very misleading mm-hmm. to have the gem placement for blue and yellow pearl mm-hmm. to be identical and not pink and white. Exactly. That doesn't make sense to me because why would you set that up? You could have put their gems anywhere. Yeah. Why would you put them in the exact same place yeah. to correlate with their diamond if that's not a thing that all the diamonds pearls do? Yeah. And uh, I've, there's been some really good theories that, you know, the cracking seems to have been implied to be done by White Diamond, especially in a press release of um, some website that got the to see episodes further on than we have mm-hmm. to talk about it. Um, they outright call out the mm-hmm. fact that White Diamond is abusive to her pro. Yeah. So it seems to be more than just applied, and I guess we'll get more on that as the yeah. show goes on. But um, they've been saying that the cracking and everything, of course, White was responsible for that. And they think that White, which has been very longly speculated by fans that White has some sort of mind control powers mm-hmm. or whatever, because of her gem placement and whatnot. And they li- I like the idea that Pink Pearl, for whatever reason, was taken over by White, mm-hmm. and she lost all her coloring. Yeah. And that's why she's under the mind control. That's why yeah. she's white. You know, obviously, yeah. her palette does not match Pink Diamond, mm-hmm. but it's because she's under the mind control, and I love that theory, and I can't see that not being true. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's creepy. Like, it's just, like, the whole idea, all these things that they have implemented over the course of learning about pearls and how they work, and finally getting to see White Pearl, she's such a contrast. And the way that she acts, it, it's more, it's more than obedience. It's direct mind control. Well, there's no the way. Same voice actor. Exactly. There's no way it's not literally White Diamond like moving her. Right. I like, agree. With her mind. And I, I just thought something too. Um, obviously, we were to say that it's not voiced by Dee Dee, who mm-hmm. voices all the other pearls. She has the exact same voice actress as White Diamond. And I like the idea because when Stephen encounters White. Uh, I'll, I'll see if we can play the audio. I'm not 100% sure if we can, but I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll try. Uh, if we can't, she basically talks to Pink and says, like, Oh, welcome back. Mm-hmm. This little game here is over. You gave everybody such a scare. And 
I don't know if I 100% agree, but a lot of people have been taking that as, does she know about everything? Yeah. Does she know about the fake shattering? Does she know about everything that happened to Pink? And that wouldn't make sense unless mm-hmm. she was controlling Pink Diamond's pearl the entire time. Mm-hmm. So what if, we? I mean, we didn't see any other pearls in the flashbacks. Yeah. But what if Pearl wasn't the only Pearl that was with Pink? What if her Pearl was also there, but being controlled by White? Mm. So White got all the scoops. She knows about everything. Because it would make sense to me that Pink would have her own Pearl, and then that maybe White gave her our Pearl, or the the Crystal Gem Pearl, to be like, okay, Pearl's going to guide you, Mm -hmm. because she's mine, she knows how to work with things, Mm -hmm. and she's going to help you out, because Pink, you know, she was very childish. Yeah. That's something you would really trust with a a colony. Yeah. So I think it would make sense to have a guiding force there, but still her own personal Pearl. Yeah. And whether the personal Pearl wasn't done by the time Pink got shot, or was done, well, it wasn't given to Pink by the time that Pink got shattered. Yeah. And that's why she became White's Pearl. Or whether I the idea I like that White was controlling her throughout the war. Mm-hmm. And that's why White knows everything. Maybe. And just doesn't care. I don't know. I, I won, I'm wondering if she doesn't know the extent because she's been busy. And I don't mean busy like I got paperwork. Like, some one of the theories that I've seen is all those White things... Stranding like the, off like the, veins and the veins that you shit. see over Homeworld and how Homeworld looks cracked. Right. She's holding that together with her mind powers. Well, also, even on top of that, the um, a lot of people have been looking at her and be like, oh, light bulb. Yeah. Light bulb. Well, no, she's using her ship. Well, yeah. The, here's the thing. Uh, the When we saw earlier in the episode when Blue and Yellow were healing corruption, mm-hmm. when they touched their gems, their powers, their arms light up. Yeah. So, presumably... White could be using her powers to hold the planet together. Yes. And that's backed up by stuff in the show because we have the stasis uh, wand Mm -hmm. that Aquamarine had. Yep. We know the gem destabilizers are built off Yellow's power. Mm -hmm. So who has stasis powers? Yep. White Diamond. It it makes sense. It works. It does. So I I like the idea that she's holding together Homeworld. I like the... And even if she does or doesn't know... I like the fact that I like the idea that she does know mm-hmm. because it paints her even more of a villain. Yeah. Because she didn't tell Blue and Yellow. Yeah. And we know how much Blue has been publicly suffering with this. Yeah. Yellow more privately, but it's pretty easy to tell, especially if you know Yellow, mm-hmm. that she is suffering with the death of Pink Diamond. Imagine for eons she's known about this and just didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh God. I, I love that. It, I love the detachedness and the coldness of White Diamond. It's yeah. Just, oh. She she looks like that lady at Sephora that judges you. Yes. <laughs> She's exactly like... Uh, my other thing was her pearl literally, like, fades into the wall. Do you remember this? Yeah, I think people... You continue. Yeah. Is, is she, like, a projection of the pearl and, like, not really pearl? I don't think that's what it is. I think people are calling that out. But I'm pretty sure... Mm-hmm. Yellow, blue, Steven, Garnet, and Connie and Amethyst mm-hmm. do the exact same thing when they come out of Pink's ship. Do they? I'm pretty sure they do. I don't remember. I, I would have I'm to see it again. I'm almost entirely sure that that's what happens. Okay. I think they were in a bubble mm-hmm. when they rose out of the ship, but they pretty much did the exact same thing when they just faded through the ship. Okay. To come out of it. I'm pretty sure. All right, that might be fine then. So I think that's what that was. It's just how they go in and out of uh, the ships on Homeworld. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was actually... Anything to be taken seriously. I think she's okay. just going through the wall. Okay, cool. Because they are light project- projections, so I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it. Yeah, I don't but know. But apparently that's how it works. Yeah. Maybe something opened. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so another theory that I've been seeing hopping around is that uh, our the pink diamond, aka Rose Quartz, is a defective diamond, right? We have that idea for a while now mm-hmm. that pink was defective because she's smaller than the other diamonds. 
doesn't really act like a diamond. She started the rebellion. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's been a great fan theory I saw that White, presumably because she would have to become the new core, literally, of Homeworld, mm -hmm. because she'd have to hold it together, was assembling a successor. And mm -hmm. then it wouldn't be blue or yellow because blue or yellow blue and yellow are too emotional right yeah. they have too much emotion so she was creating the perfect gem an emotionless gem so we can get the task done and do whatever we need and that was supposed to be red diamond mm -hmm. you know obviously this is hinted because uh, a pink's diamond is the same kind of gem like it looks the same as uh white's obviously pink's is upside down mm -hmm. but it looks the same has the same cut and if you look at the primary colors they're red, yellow, and blue. Yeah. So it makes sense that that's what they'd be based off. White, obviously, is the absence of color, or the everything of color, whichever one it is. Yes. So that makes sense, so white will be above them. And pink isn't a part of this. It doesn't make sense. Pink is not a... It doesn't... In no way you look at it, mm -hmm. does yellow, white, blue, and pink ever come together? Well, I mean, this is a very specific case, but in computer printers, those are primary colors. Oh, is that what it is? In in, in art schools, that's not how primary... The, the actual combination of diamonds we have are the real primary colors. Because what we know as primary colors, like the re the red, yellow, blue, they're too dark to be actually combine form all the colors. Well, I don't even think that blue is one of them. I think it's green now. Oh, I don't even know. But in, in, in ink colors, it's white magenta like a teal and a yellow i think all right so maybe maybe this is wrong but put up some color charts i don't know <laughs> whatever uh regardless of that point i think it makes sense that pink even if she was supposed to be pink diamond mm -hmm. that she was supposed to be the successor and that she's defective and i think it makes sense that you know white would want a successor diamond because it, it's true yellow and blue i don't think we could take care of homeworld no. in the way that white wants and if white is stuck being the core of homeworld mm -hmm. she'd need someone so I, I like the idea of the red diamond theory. I think it'd be fun to play out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a lot to come from Steven Universe right now. You know, we have the, uh, the whole healing corruption thing. Yeah. I can't wait to see how that conversation is going. Down. Oh, yeah. I am terrified for Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl right now. Yeah. Because they just got left. They got left behind. We don't know what's going to happen to them. They are in enemy territory. They Business are with the diamonds, the at least. Yeah, but why do yellow and blue care about these three? Yeah, that's They true. care about Steven. Because he's pink. Yeah. But what do they care about the crystal gems? Especially a pearl and yeah. a fusion. It's a fusion, a defective amethyst, and a pearl. This is not a good Yeah, look. this is not good. And a human. <laughs> and a human. It's, I'm just saying, I'm worried. I don't think they're going to get shattered or anything because they're the main characters. But I'm worried about our girls, right? I, I'm worried. I, I, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think Bismuth was right. You know, Bismuth was Bismuth like, no, 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 I'm staying on Earth. Uh, I ain't going back to Homeworld. Yeah. I know what they do to Bismuth's on Homeworld, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. It was great. I, I don't know. I love the episode. I thought it was, like, a near-perfect episode of Steven Universe. Yeah. We haven't had in a long time. Yeah. We got close with Reunited. Reunited was amazing. Reunited it was just was the awesome. pacing was a little off. You know, yeah. Again. I just think that, you know, Steven Universe needs to stop being 11 minutes long. Talk. Yeah, they just need half an hour episodes. But then again, this episode did not feel short. That's true. It felt like it was the right amount of time. Yeah. So a lot of episodes haven't been doing that. And I'm happy. Apparently there is still one more episode this season. Ooh. Wherever that, uh, it's um, the end of the universe, I think it's what it's called. Or the end of the universe or whatever. Oh, I don't no. know where or when that where. Uh, I think it's weird that we still have one because I thought Steven being sent to his room was a great season finale, <laughs> but apparently there's still more to come. I don't like that it's called to the end of the universe. 
considering his last name was Universe. I'm oh, like, no. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about yeah, that. I, the second you said that, I was like, oh, he gone down. Steven gone down. Steven gone. Pink Diamond is returning? No. Oh my God. Like, like that's all I can think of is that that means like, well, it's over. They kill Greg. They kill Greg. No. Greg's like, hold on. Can I seduce all of the diamonds? Oh my God. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that people are like, Greg, Greg was going to. You know, that is not what was happening. Greg talked to Blue yeah. in, in, in Korea. They're <laughs> friends. He's trying to be like, hey, your highness, remember me? We don't gotta fight. And then yeah. that is not alright. No. Can we can we stop with the with the with the, with the more universe? I don't I don't like that. I don't like this idea. You even need to stop. Y'all nasty. <laughs> yeah, I'll nasty. Roll the raven clip. Get <laughs> nasty! I, I have one more theory that I've read that I don't know if I agree with, but I like it. The idea that white diamond's not actually a diamond I don't like is that, that she's a dense star. That one's instantly it's, unconfirmed, though. It's yeah, it is, but like a lot of people are holding on really strongly to yeah, it. Yeah, uh, right. I, I'm gonna break this down for you real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna end this theory for you. Yeah, yeah. The reason everyone's doing this is because they think I don't know why people think that white doesn't have a gem because what? you can't see it because she's uh... all lit up. She does. She does. It's in the drawing in the show. You just can't see it yeah. because it's lit up. But it is there. If you yes. dim the lighting on the episode, you can actually see it. Uh, Rebecca Sugar, and I'll put up the images. Rebecca Sugar has drawn white multiple times mm -hmm. on fan posters, and she has her gem. Yes. And we already got silhouettes yes. before this of White Diamond with a gem on her forehead. Correct. So, uh, no. Yeah. She's a gem. I get what the star theory is, like, the sense that, like, oh, she's made by something else. And, yes, she was obviously made by someone else. Yeah. Unless she's just an alien race that from a different race of aliens or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it, White was obviously made by something, and I think we'll discover that. I, I have a theory. I just made this up right now. If you say Sneeple. No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm really not going to say that. I have, uh, a Vox. I have a genuine theory. It's not good, but I'm going to say it anyway and see if any of it ever sticks. All right. Well, uh, this segment of Ronaldo's theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So White Diamond. Mm -hmm. We don't know where she came from. Right. When we got that one shot of the Earth, uh, when they first went to the moon base, do you remember how there was just a big old piece of Russia missing? Are you implying that White Diamond is Russia? I, <laughs> I'm... In that spot, in real life, is a gigantic diamond mine. Right. I am saying White Diamond actually came from Earth, naturally, like, the biggest diamond ever, and then left, and then when Pink was like, I own a colony, she was like, all right, how about, how about my, how about where I'm from, you know? Because then I can keep an eye on you and shit, and then it did not work. That's my theory. If any of that is true, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I hate that theory a lot. Uh-huh. If it's right, uh -huh. Rebecca Sugar, you best be listening. Abigail's <laughs> gonna be on the crew universe if that's right. <laughs> However, I hate that theory, and if you can still change it, Rebecca, <laughs> change it now, all right? Uh, no, I'm- I, I can't handle that after the rose quartz pink diamond thing, I'm right? going all in on white diamond is Russia. Yeah, yeah. remember when I did that, and I said that the Smash Brothers demo was gonna come out during these? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going all in. I don't care. I'll be wrong. I'll be wrong. What are, they, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? So that has been Ronaldo's theory. <laughs> That's gonna be a sudden. I'm gonna force you to make a theory on every single topic. There we go. All right, guys. I think that's it for today's podcast. Yeah. Uh, this one, a little bit shorter than I thought it was supposed to be. I'm trying to hit an hour for these, but I yeah, think this is fine. This is good. I don't think this is a problem. Uh, if there's anything else you want us to talk about here on the podcast, the this Sunday there will not be one. 
okay. upcoming Sunday. It's every other week. So, uh, this is on a bi-weekly schedule with recap taking up the other slot. Right. So it'll be one week to get a Friday recap, one week to get a Sunday. Um, two weeks to the camera. Although. Two idiots with a podcast. On the, the two weeks to the camera podcast. How about just two idiots with a podcast? That's not. Listen, we're not going to debate the name <laughs> of the show. I've made the logos. Listen, Abigail. I'm trying to use the name of the old show. It's the entire point. I it's know. It's the reasoning. I know. We're not doing this on camera, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to like, comment, favorite, subscribe. Uh, where do you want to see us upload this podcast? This one is obviously on YouTube. I'll try to get it on stuff like I don't know, Spotify and yeah. iTunes as well. But uh, let me know where else you'd like to see it. Uh, yeah. Give us topics. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Uh, for you to talk about anything we talked about today in the, com- uh, in the comments below. Although, please be nice. If yes. If are talking about the James Gunn and Dan Harmon stuff. Be nice to be each civil, other. Okay, let's, let's keep that civil. Uh, I believe in you guys. You guys can do it. I don't. And uh, that is a wrap on today's podcast. We'll see you guys not next week, but the following week. Goodbye. And remember. Like, comment, and subscribe. And all that stuff. Never turn the dinosaur. What? What about?